The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Jessica. Hello, everyone. Hello. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on semsynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes, or all three. Our guest today is Tony Adam, Director of Online Marketing at MySpace. Tony and Jessica talk about some of the big changes MySpace has made recently and how the site has uh, now made basically a social entertainment destination feel. I think that's the best way to put it. Uh, drawing in some big entertainment acts uh, to interact with users. So that uh, is more of a. Is it my Vegas? No. 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 <laughs> but it's not com- trying to compete with Facebook. It's yeah. no longer a social network, it's just a social hangout of it's partying? Like a social entertainment. So people are interacting with each other, but it's also really focused on entertainment. So cool. learn more about it. Yeah, and uh, that'll be a great conversation. Uh, we're really looking for what they're doing. I think they're going to continue through 2011 or to be a good, good session. Um, but before we get into that, I thought we'd talk a little bit about local. I know everybody's concerned about what is going to happen to the search result pages, that it certainly is changing everything, and it's changing quickly. Um, thought we'd give some thoughts on where it is and where it's going to be and everything that uh, is changing here. Uh, it's, it's quite a, a, a different world, uh, now that they've added to the everything column, your location, and... Uh, there's also a link in the Everything column now where you get basically nearby. You can click on nearby and it automatically changes everything to be pure local in the Google results. I think that's going to change the whole world. What's in Everything column? Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, so pre- pretending that I do know what it looks like because every now and then I do turn off my Hi Google Options plugin. Um, which I don't, but I did so that I would know what we were talking about. Uh, it, it's, it's different. It's, it's changing rapidly, and the way local looked a year ago is different than the way local looked nine months ago is different than the way local looked six months ago is different than the way it looked three months ago is different than the way it looked yesterday. You know, it, it, there is a constant evolution in local, and it's a dramatic evolution in local that we really haven't seen in other areas at this pace for a long time. Well, I want to make sure everybody understands this. If Google makes billions of dollars a quarter, 
that's tens of millions a day. <laughs> okay? Um, so every three days, changing dramatically your revenue stream, that is a serious impact on bottom line Google numbers. Mm-hmm. So Google is very motivated to get in, make a mistake, learn from the mistake, and move on. They're not of days old where they would be afraid to change something because you would upset the apple cart. They're aggressively changing things. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And and I have to imagine it's because they see, like, you know, the industry sees a great potential in local and a great growth in local, um, which I, I think kind of, you know, kind of go back to the staycation idea that everybody was talking about when the recession first started, right? Don't go off and travel, you know, on your vacations. You can't go to Paris this year, but you can stay and have a great time in your local. And there's been this real push in the real world, in, in real communities for local local businesses and local pride and, and shopping locally and, and trying to draw money into the community. And I think that that's almost a sea change in society that is now being reflected in how Google is presenting itself online. I think with the recession, though, don't you also have a feel that I am supporting my neighbors? Right, yeah. I mean, you you almost consider staying close to home to be uh, a charitable act, a, the, yeah. a community act, and I think there's a lot of motivation for people to want to be able to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, and speaking of community, um, Google Hot Pot rolled out recently, and that is something where um, Google will customize your results based on you and your community's reviews when you're signed in. So um, it's a customized search engine result page, basically, um, for local businesses that you and your friends like or don't like or whatever it is. And uh, it also, Google also rolled out a new algorithm to kind of um, nip that thing in the bud that happened with a New York company, I believe it was. Um, He basically said that he liked bad reviews because it was getting him to the top of a search page. Right. That that because reviews didn't, because links didn't consider intent or the algorithm didn't consider the intent of the review, just that it was a link, he didn't care whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. In fact, he really liked bad reviews, and so he would attack people and harass them because, you know, it's that old, any publicity is good publicity. But right. I hear he's been arrested. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think it's pretty good that we actually just had this conversation without giving him a link. Right? <laughs> That's a wonderful thing. And uh, we, we won't in any of our write-ups either because clearly the guy is a crackpot. <laughs> but um, they did do some kind of algorithmic edit, mm-hmm. although people are saying that it seems kind of like a shallow and very targeted one. They're not exactly saying it was hand-manipulated, but it was a nah, very, very specific and targeted one. And... I can understand that. That's what you would want it to be because you sometimes do need negative reviews to have some kind of result. And, you know, it, their example is is that if you're talking about the White House, whether the good reviews are good or bad, the right result for the White House is still the White House. Well, you can't look at any political election without having some form of negative review. Right, exactly. I mean, so they so, can't discount it entirely. It's And if you really want to pay attention and you look at the news – how much of the news is good versus bad, but it's still news. Right, absolutely. It, it certainly, I think, should be biased, however, by whether or not the site doing the positive or negative review is trustworthy. 
Right. I think they have to balance that in there somewhere. A negative review from a high trusted site is different. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And and negative reviews. I mean, we've said this all along. Negative reviews as a not the same kind that he was talking about, where he would go out and attack people, and they were like, "This guy is insane, and he's trying to hurt me." But the I don't like this because it didn't work for me because I ordered it and it was much smaller than I thought it was. That's a useful review. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not just a negative review, the I don't like this. It's also I don't like this because, and that's helpful. You know, It is. And actually, Google Hot Pot just rolled out um, in beta in Portland, uh, recommended on Google Sticker for businesses that they can affix to their window. Smartphone users can go to it and read the reviews instantly when they're passing by. So that means that there will be a sticker on the window of these places of business. You just point your phone at it. It identifies the business. It will automatically, by app, pull up the reviews of that business so you can make that determination before you walk in the door. The next step is to put it on all our all of our ID cards. So, you know, you meet someone, you take it out, and you scan their license and then you read their reviews oh wow That's all the baggage mm-hmm. boy that wouldn't that be something for bars oh that would be oh terrible. my gosh you can't come in the <laughs> bar without a sticker right we're gonna scan you to come in the door i'm sorry you've been ejected from six different bars this week we're not gonna let you in <laughs> really six this week <laughs> well you know if they countered them as links, that'd be six links. And then in the old days, that would have really helped you. Right. And now, not so much. Not uh, so much. <laughs> it, but it, it is interesting. It is definitely interesting. So, Well, I think that Google having a seal that can be scanned by your phone, big deal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I understand it's running as a test. But I'll tell you right now, that is going to bring to the user a mobile app that is going to save some people a whole lot of grief. Yeah, which you know, it, and that's that's great for consumers. And if b- businesses can learn to leverage it, it's great for businesses. Yeah. Before we go, um, do you still think that Google is going to be mostly a local search engine in two years? Yeah, I I think it's <laughs> there has been an acceleration. There hasn't been any kind of indication that it's not. I think. Right now, 20% of the results are supposed to be locally showing intent of uh, where you are and things like that. I think that that'll, I still believe in two years that'll flip over 70, 80% will be local intent. All right, well, it's time for a quick break, but when we come back, I'll be chatting with Tony Adam from MySpace. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. 
Think about it. You work so hard with your existing clients. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. We're the premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network with shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SEM Synergy. We can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month. Plus, the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience and our legions of loyal listeners and podcasters. What you charge in hours for service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SCM Synergy. This is Jessica, and I'm joined by Tony Adam, Director of Online Marketing at MySpace and all-around good guy. Tony has been with MySpace for almost a year now, and prior to MySpace, he's had an extensive background in search marketing for companies like PayPal and Yahoo. Tony, welcome to the show. Hi, Jessica. Thanks for having me. There's been a lot of changes with MySpace since you've been there. The company officially rolled out its rebrand last month, making it a social entertainment destination. And although the recent MySpace Facebook announcement garnered a lot of buzz, that was just a speck on the scale of what MySpace has been up to. So can you tell us a little bit about the rebrand? Yeah, so I mean, I think, you know, it's it's pretty obvious that we're not trying to compete with Facebook anymore. I mean, we're not going to own the social graph. I think for us, it's more about owning entertainment content um, with a social setting, right? So that's why we've rebranded to more of a social entertainment destination um, and not so much a social network anymore. Are you seeing a lot of big musical groups being involved with MySpace? Yeah, I mean, actually, we just did yesterday, we had a whole um, thing where we had uh, the Black Eyed Peas hijack MySpace. So we're doing a lot of things like that where we um, we get a lot of musicians and artists involved with, uh, you know, promoting their content, featuring their playlists. Um, they hijack the site for a day, and, you know, to provide content that they actually really enjoy and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then also, you know, we're working a lot with entertainment as far as like movies, um, celebrities, et cetera, et cetera. We get a lot of exclusives, exclusives from studios. We also do, um, you know, a lot of celebrity interviews. I think right now we have a thing where people can submit questions to Jack Black, uh, for, uh, and we also did one recently where, uh, Jack Black and Robert Downey Jr. We took questions for the uh, due date movie. So we do a lot of stuff with, um, with celebrities, movies, and, you know, obviously music's our bread and butter. 
So how has the launch um, of the rebrand affected the KPIs for the site, and are you seeing positive results? I think it's still too early to tell. I mean, we officially, like, rolled out fully November 15th, and, you know, we do have some data. We, we're seeing, you know, a lot of users become more active in the content areas of the site. Um, so things like our topic section, uh, where we have content around movies and, and TV and, and celebrity, just like I mentioned a second ago. But, you know, overall, I, I don't think we have enough data yet on our users and, and the new users and people that have used things like Facebook Mashup to join this site. So it's really, really early to tell right now. Okay. So what are some of the priorities your department has been focused on since you joined MySpace? So when I joined about, um, I think it was like eight months ago, I was basically brought on to, to lead a lot of the SEO efforts and um, a lot of also like social efforts around like just promotion of content, not so much like Twitter and Facebook, you know, managing that whole branding aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um but more along the lines of promoting content on social. So, you know, we've now, especially with the big content focus, we've had a lot of promotion on Dig. We're doing a lot with um, StumbleUpon and Reddit. We started creating infographics, um, as everyone else does in the space. Um, but we've seen some good results with that. Um, and then also, um, you know, we being an in-house SEO, it's more, it's not so much, you know, what can you you know, create for the site. It's more along the lines of how can you work with the product teams to actually get their initiatives moving faster. So um, two things we did was we've launched album pages. So every artist has an album page and song pages. And we've just been really focused on making sure those are really SEO friend or search friendly. Um, and then also, you know, working on these little link development programs that help us get our content more visible to uh, external sites. Are there any particular challenges that you've faced since you've come on board and been able to overcome? I mean, I think, you know, having to go through a relaunch and a rebrand and trying to also get traffic, I mean, it's it's tough because a lot of resources are tied to that. I mean, we had developers here seven days a week for about a month. So, I mean, all focused on the rebrand and the relaunch. And so, you know, I think it's it's tough to actually get resources to do things like even things as little as title tag changes on sections of the site or um, things as large as um, like creating internal linking type recommendations modules and, and all that kind of thing that we would actually we've had specced out for some time but there's just nobody to actually work on it within the rebrand we we had you know we were pretty much ex- included into it all I think the thing that we noticed was that we had um, we had a lot of efforts put towards it. So we, the the footer of the site, it's almost like a information tab or whatnot. That was actually driven by our, our team and um, the global site team that we have. And then also uh, we've just been working a lot on fixing the overall architecture of the site within the rebrand. So that was some cool stuff that we actually got to get done, even though we had some major resource constraints, um, stuff that we just fit in through... Uh, just working with teams. Awesome. Well, congratulations on that. Um, What are some of the online marketing priorities for 2011, and what's in store for MySpace as a whole? Um, I mean, I think, you know, online marketing priorities for at least my team, um, since we focus on SEO and social, it's going to be a lot about how do we 
how do we get more content in streams like Facebook and Twitter and not, and not only that, but our own streams. And also, um, you know, even though sites like dig and Reddit and stumble upon, you know, we've seen traffic dips and, and, you know, some people are still killing it out there and, and we're getting some really good traction out of it. I think for me, it's more of, you know, how do we leverage more off network, um, audiences to try to build our traffic to content. So whether it's through partnerships or, um, you know, doing things like infographics or creating more embeddable objects or, you know, we, we also have a song embed and trying to get those distributed more with partners and, and also um, just getting the word out on that. I think that's just a big part of it. Um, and then also little de- little things here and there. I mean, the one thing we've noticed is that when we can do little things, we, we've been able to move the needle uh, quite a bit. So just working on that and trying to tackle those things. The other big thing that we have is, um, you know, since local is now playing a big part in Google, um, since that change, I think it was in October, end of October, I think we've just been spending a lot of time looking at how we can leverage that um, through our events and whatnot. And so we're just, we're making sure that we are tapping into all those, those, um, those little things going forward. Yeah, local is a huge focus right now. Um, okay, so on to some fun stuff. Um, I want to ask you a couple comparison questions, and you just blurt out the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. San Francisco or New York? Los Angeles. Ah, uh, <laughs> Android or iPhone? Uh, wow, iPhone moving to Android. <laughs> Jazz or rock? Rock. <laughs> Scarves or hats? Scarves. Well, that's about all the time that we have for today. Um, You can contact Tony on Twitter, at Tony Adam. You can also catch his blog at www.tonyadam.com. And, of course, be sure to check out the new MySpace at myspace.com. Tony, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much, Jessica. After the break, SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Your advertising message is only as effective as your placement. You advertise with webmasterradio.fm. From 30-second commercials to 30-minute monthly programs, our team is comparable to any ad agency when it comes to production, placement, and positioning your message to not only the advertising world, but an even bigger audience of our loyal listeners and podcasters. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for a consultation today. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. 
Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's k a c h i n g book.com. LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Jessica here with Susan to continue the conversation about MySpace. Yumi and Bruce got into a conversation after the recording of the first segment, and I always wish that I would leave the recording on because it's always <laughs> such good stuff. Um, about how MySpace has really now created a niche community of its own, just like Twitter and Facebook has. And we talked a little bit about all the different communities within Twitter, and now MySpace facilitates that within entertainment focus. Yeah, um, that's definitely true. We were talking about the fact that you can tie in that social online component with a local component in, a, in more ways than just... Um, you know, having events and whatever. And that it's a really great way for community discovery and, you know, if you like this band, they're not playing near you, but this band is, and they, and people who like this also like this. So it's an opportunity to expand that kind of, of community. So I, I think MySpace is doing some really interesting things. It is. I actually um, was able to crack back into my MySpace profile, thanks to Tony, um, and so I've been poking around, and they've done a lot. Um, so it's all about social entertainment now. You can personalize everything from your music to the movies you like, videos, games. Um, so and they also allow a lot of media consumption for free, so that's cool. And I can see how a lot of businesses might be interested in using MySpace as a marketing platform. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't know that it's going to immediately launch them back into relevancy, but it, it's a different tactic than I think most other uh, online social networks are taking. I mean, they've definitely moved away from being the destination place. I mean, I remember when it was, when everyone I knew was on MySpace. And <laughs> and Tom was your actual friend. You could talk to him. <laughs> in, yeah, in, I suppose that was true. I didn't actually have a MySpace. Okay. So... Um, <laughs> I really can't say much about the difference between then and now and how much it's changed and really anything. And I, I can't reminisce about, oh, the heyday of my space. <laughs> I can't do that. It's just not going to happen. Um, I didn't use my space. I hate Facebook. Basically, I am a hermit even on the <laughs> What are you talking about? You have a huge community on Twitter. Well, uh, you know, that was the other thing we were talking about. The echo chamber effect of of Twitter and you know Facebook and even MySpace to a certain extent, where if you ask someone who's on a social network, the answer that you're going to get back if they're being you know describing their experience is going to be very centralized to who they are. Um, you know, if you ask me who's on Twitter, I'm going to tell you they're marketers largely. They're very nerdy. They, you know, make geek jokes, but they're not like geeks all the time. They're mostly, you know, marketers. <laughs> they, they love to spend time on the internet. They're really tech savvy. 
And if you've looked at any of the demographic information for Twitter, that's not really the main population of Twitter. That's just, it's not true. Right. You know, there there's a, a lot of different communities on these places that you never encounter. So I, I think that, you know, on one hand, social networking is great. It connects you to people that you wouldn't have met before. On the other hand, it really only connects you to people like you. Right. And you're kind of compartmentalized from social community to social community, um, which is, I mean, I guess Facebook Connect is kind of helping to merge that experience um, with things that they do with other websites. And even MySpace um, mashup with Facebook now personalizes your entertainment stream based on your likes in Facebook. And I'm not exactly sure how that works. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I wonder how much of a good thing it is that you're constantly getting only reinforcement of your own ideas. It, that That's kind of like, I, I've sort of wandered away from the topic, but there's a larger moral, societal, social justice kind of element involved where, you know, it, it enables people to get that tunnel vision of the only people who count are the people who are like me. And I, I think it really throws up walls when it should be, you know, the internet should be about bringing down those barriers and, and making connections that, you know, you would never have made before it and, and, and bridging connections. Um, and, and I don't know that that is really what's going on. There are certainly people who I have met online that I would never have met otherwise and because of a point of connection. But I feel like we could do a better job of not just having not having 20 points where we're similar, but maybe one, and then we have wildly disparate views on other things, and we are able to grow and, and develop new... That's an interesting point, because I was going to say before that, isn't it what we do in real life is we associate ourselves with people who are like-minded? Yeah. Um, but when the internet comes into play, that opens up a whole new world in so many different avenues that you would think that you would want it to be that you could meet people that were totally unlike you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and I think that the assignment we're giving at the end of the show, <laughs> all right, we're, we're going to wrap up here. So our assignment at the end of the show is to go out and find people that you wouldn't normally talk to that you are not in the same interests. Find out what they're talking about. Engage them in conversation and and open your world. You know, it's like, um, who was it? Some senator or something said to stop watching whatever TV news network you watch and watch the other one. And you know what? Do that. Go out. Do it. Do it on Twitter. Do it on Facebook. Talk to people who aren't in your social circle. Can you even do it at the mall? <laughs> I suppose you can do it at the mall. Why would you go to the mall? It's nearly Christmas. <laughs> Don't, don't be ridiculous, Jessica. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this week's show. Thanks to our guest, Tony Adam, and thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing the show. Check us out SEMSynergy.com for more on this week's guest and topics, or you can always follow us on Twitter at SEMSynergy. If you have internet marketing questions or if there's anything you want to hear about, email us, SEMSynergy at BruceClay.com. Come back next week for more industry info and experts. Thank you so much for joining us on SEM Synergy.